Oh, citizen, boy, have I missed you. This is your arch-homie, Sean Hayes of the Whip Around Podcast. Uh, Phil and I are reduced to uh, redoing an episode this week one more time. Once my uh, my laptop here, I don't know, maybe it needs a nickname. Maybe that'll, that'll help the, the general tech issue on this show. Shall we suggest what? Lil Whippy Boy? Lil Whippy Boy. You know, L-I-L. Lil Whippy Boy is my submission. Y'all let me know what you think, right? Uh, email address, thewhiparound at gmail.com. The point is, we are not able to do a brand new episode this week, but the laptop is back and healed up. Lil Whippy Boy TM is healed up, so we're able to bring you new content, which is to say the content that I was almost done with when the laptop died last week. A little peek behind how the sausage got broken. Anyway, uh, all is well, but this is a week where we needed to do a rerun uh, just because time ran out while tech things had to happen. Uh, I can tell you the episode here is 184, and it is, uh, it's, it's when we introduced Booyah. It's for Booyah. And uh, while I'm going sans sound effects here, I'm hoping that you're hearing a tiny horse. Anyway, uh, I talked about snowy building collapses, killing countless pigeons and uh, a, a number of folks, too. Phil had three quickies where he talked for, you know, every so long. And then we only had so long to dialogue about it. A fun little time constraint game. And uh, he also happened to reveal on this particular episode, Phil did, that he views neighbors as opponents. Who would have thought? Uh, Anyhow, I hope you do enjoy the episode, and we cannot wait to bring you some more time-stream-appropriate news of the weird variety very soon. You shall see. Uh, One last thing, special thanks once again to Citizen Gabby. Imagine kazoo sound here for uh, continuing to produce some really cool t-shirt mock-ups for us here at The Whip Round. So check those out on social media, and uh, yeah, drop us a line anytime you got something to say. But how about this? We love you, past, present, and future. Hello. <laughs> the tiny horse really makes the whole thing worth it. It's I'm amazing. telling you. gold but are we is there anything else to go over that would be the only uh, and i have a game did you have a game <clears throat> uh yeah but we'll wait on we'll wait on using that game that i had no you can use the game it's okay. uh no no let's just we'll just use your game and not worry about the, the game that i built hi uh this is <laughs> sean the overachiever haze but welcoming you to the whip around <laughs> Uh, I do macabre uh, news, um, and I uh, write a lot of games, a lot of games, and <laughs> I'm not alone, even though the guy that I am uh, Skyping with has just shut off his camera, either in shame or solidarity, so let's just turn it over to him. Solidarity, I can't look at myself that large. It's Dr. Phil Laporta, your science guy, and your general game maker. And not used to seeing himself large, apparently. Not that big, no. I don't want to see every pore in my face for the next, you know, however long it takes us to cut the show. Is this the first time we've ever done this show, Phil, like audio only? Yeah, to, to the uh, 
to the folks at home, just a little peek behind the curtain here. Mm. Sean, sort of. Sean sent me a tip. John sent me a text earlier today and it said, hey, uh, the wife and the kiddo aren't feeling great. I'm not sure I'm feeling great. And, and not that he thinks it's the big dumb thing, but it's just cold. And it's like, yeah, well, let's just do it over over Skype. And uh, he called on Skype and now he doesn't have a camera and now I don't. And so I think this is the first time we're ever doing a show, pure audio, not looking at each other's reactions or eye rolls or, or smirks. <laughs> or, oh, no. <laughs> It's going to be very interesting to time out. <laughs> yeah. So welcome. To, hey, we're doing this the way you're hearing it. How's that feel? Oh, there's Bell. Oh, it's good. I should turn the lights off. Not because like Bell sounds especially good, although she does, but forget it. Phil, what's up with you? I, I am alternately great and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll tell everybody I'm great because... This past week, when I had when I had seen you on Saturday night, I was back for a week now to MMA. I'm back, baby. Oh, I'm hey. Back. Punchy, kicky yep. time. Just beginner class, so it's strictly all on the bag. It's no, no real movement or they anything. They hit you in the bag to start? Yes. It's a lot of sack punches. Exclusively the bag. Exclusively bag work. Uh, That's so like crowd I'm work just, for a comedian. I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> It was one year, four months, and three days, and I, f- I finally went back, wow. and, and I feel great, actually. It, d- it doesn't hurt at all. It's not sore. The Achilles is holding up just fine. I'm going right. to you know, slowly, carefully ramp it up, but I'm, I'm great, and then I'm fucking exhausted. This weekend, I had three parties in two days. Oh, my God. You're so popular. No. <laughs> just. Oh, right. You crashed oh. three of them? Is that how that Basically, happened? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I loved it because it was seeing people that I hadn't seen and, and, and it, you know, since, you know, before the plague. And it was wonderful. But now I'm just, like, so tired. And I mm. clearly cannot do what I used to do when I was younger because I'm just – I'm sore and I didn't work out. It's like, why am I sore? Oh, right. I've been out. Like, it just it, – I'm at that age where I'm just breaking down from being outside of the box, basically. Look at your social life exploding. You are you – are... You are coming back to the scene. You are you I'm are happy emerging. It's about to implode this week, and I'm not doing fucking all. Nothing. Oh, so it was a very short cofillion, as it were, for your return <laughs> yes. to society. <laughs> I love that term. The cofillion. What's up with you? Uh, hey, hey, folks! I had a, a birthday party, like the, the you know, and I, talking of like things returning. Um, Kate and I enjoy hosting events here from time to time. It's a good house for it. It had been Great a long house. time. Uh, so I was able to have my 42nd, my Douglas Adams birthday party right here at home. You were there, buddy. So I was, yes, I was, I was Thank one you of for the, having me. was one of the, the, the trio. It was a, a lot of fun. What was really neat was a lot of those people who were at the party had either listen all the time or sometimes listen to the whip around and knew of you, heard you. They were citizens had Not never met, met you until that moment. Yeah. Correct. You had wonderful. not met before, had you? And then, essentially, what I heard from many of them, the rest were quiet, lest I hint that somehow people were like, oh, I thought fuck Phil. But <laughs> from a ma- from many of the guests, they said, like, that guy's really funny. Like, your friend Phil is just, he's, I was like, oh. yes, yes, I'm saying. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know what I said at the, that point in the day. I was very tired, but I'm happy I made a good impression. Oh, Punchy Although Phil I, is hilarious. I think we've covered that. I, I do want to also say thank you to Citizen Marion, who when I, when I saw her, we 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 talked and and she asked actually how the Achilles was feeling. She knew of the saga, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. See, 
I hang with good people. You do. And I'm not to say that everybody else I met wasn't fabulous. They absolutely were. I, I <laughs> that group of friends, it makes me miss uh, hanging out with like all of the theater people that I hung out with in college. It just had that feel. And I was like, oh, they're I good miss people. Being a theater hanger on. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Until the massage trains start. Anyone in a massage train <laughs> needs to be wrapped firmly on the knuckles. Stop it. Uh, look. If it's middle school, it's your hey, stop that. That's if it's, worse. If it's high school, I get it. Your hormones probably smells weird in here. I'm out. If it's college or beyond, let's 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 grow up a little bit, huh? Let's 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 keep our hands to ourselves or one partner at a time, unless you're in uh, California somewhere. In which case, be safe. Put your hands wherever they have to be, and may may your massage train uh, end happily, as it were. <laughs> Talking about porn. Now I'm not. You know what? Hey, Phil. You know what you could. You know. You know what you. You know what you could drive through this silence. <laughs> massage train. It's time for train wreck headlines. Oh God. It's time for damp oh. train wreck headlines. Oh no. Oh. Oh. Uh, I have six headlines from the week's news, except for the one that I made up. So it's really five. Spot one of the fake ones. Wait, there's only one. Woo! <laughs> 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 Spot the one fake one, leaving the five real ones alone, and win the day. What's it called? Trainwreck headlines. What it is? Trainwrecks. Trainwreck. <laughs> These all feel really long this week, and I'm just not looking forward to doing this quickly. That's what C said. Off we go. Oh, oh no. Man arrested after police say he tried to sell duct-taped iguanas from SUV. Woo. Toy advertised as kid-friendly in Taiwan sings Polish rap about cocaine. <laughs> UEFA and CONCAF launch joint investigation into Pope Francis for match-fixing after both Italy and Argentina win major tournaments. Hmm. Giant Turd closes first floor of House of Trembling Madness. <laughs> Police chase ends at McDonald's drive-thru as woman orders food in middle of pursuit. Hmm. And Kite Surfer charged with molesting whale in her calf in South Australia. This is one of those weeks where I need it faster. Oh, yeah, good luck. Here we go. <clears throat> Man arrested after police say he tried to sell duct-taped iguanas from SUV. Toy advertises kid-friendly in Taiwan, sings Polish rap about cocaine. UEFA and CONCAV launch joint investigation of Pope Francis from match-fixing after both Italy and Argentina win major tournaments. Giant turd closes first floor of House of Trembling Madness. Police chase ends at McDonald's drive through as woman orders food in the middle of pursuit. Guy surfer charged with molesting whale in her cap in South Australia. Hey, tiny stumble with the Popes. <laughs> tiny stumble. But otherwise, what a run, Phil. Ah, listen, that was, that was uh, the smoothest train that I've run in a while. Whoa! <laughs> well... Well, well. <laughs> now the popes are really stumbling, Phil. Okay. Uh, well, I'm suspicious of the uh, of the popes, <laughs> um, and you can quote me. So I'm suspicious of that one. And then what was the second one again? Toy advertised as kid friendly in Taiwan sings Polish rap about cocaine. Okay, that's just that's a lot of place names, and sometimes when you make things up, you get place namey. I think I do, and as you've said, I am streaky. So yes, so maybe I shouldn't trust my instincts anymore. And what's the second last one? Second last is police chase ends at the McDonald's drive-through as woman orders food in middle of pursuit. Now nah, I'm gonna. Damn it. Okay, well, that one has – it sounds like a few different stories that we've covered from different angles recently, so it's the it's my second instinct, so maybe that's better. I will say that the woman who stopped in mid-pursuit <laughs> are so confusing right now. is fake because I kind of think maybe it's fake. 
I, I wish I could see your face doing this. So you're committing to police chase at the McDonald's? Yeah. No, that really happened. All she right. just got hangry on the, on the when she was being chased. I mean, I had a feeling, but I was supposed to fight that feeling, you know? I'm trying you to go against myself. All right, well, was it the, uh, the, the, what was the first one, I guessed? The Pope's. It was the Pope's. Oh, my first instinct was right. It was. What's my problem? Your own instincts at your own peril. Oh, I see what's, oh, this is good. Phil, this is good. I'm seeing red, red carpet rolling out here. Is it bloody? Oh, Jesus. Never mind. (laughs) Wait, uh, what? I don't get it. I was just going to try to segue into Sean's cabin in the macabre. I know. I thought you would keep going. And I was like, oh boy, it's at your weird. own peril. And you're like, oh, hang on. Maybe there's more to cover about this. <laughs> I wasn't sure how much you wanted to lay out for me. Knowing you and how you run trains, none, zero. I want to lay yeah. nothing out for you. Hey, all, uh, yeah. everyone, Phil, <laughs> Phil, et cetera, citizens. You might have heard about a recent spot of bother regarding a certain building in a certain phallic-looking state in the American Southeast recently. Maybe, Phil, is that familiar? Are you talking about the, the building collapse in, in uh, America's penis? Yeah, horrible stuff, that. Oh, it's um, awful. Old, old Surfside, I believe, is where uh, where all that is happening. Well, well I'm giving it the old. I'm mean, the old elbow and this, hey, old Surfside. That place is going to go down as yet another example of why I, and probably many of you, really don't trust Florida as a concept. Um <laughs> Last I checked earlier today, if someone has better knowledge by now, no no shit, your days in the future. But when I checked, the death toll was 94. That's um, what I heard this morning as well. Okay. With dim hopes that it'll, that it'll subside or fully stop. And no hope that it'll go down. I'm I can't afraid. imagine it getting any better. Yeah. Ever since the, the powerful DeSantis administration blocked my idea of hitting these people with lightning before we bury them. Um <laughs> Had nothing to do with the building collapse. Just brainstorming, uh, pun intended. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it goes to show you, Phil. A good building is hard to find, you know. <laughs> and uh, one that's feeling particularly murderous, on the other hand, is almost impossible to find, except by experts who very often miss that shit too. And that's part of the story in Florida, isn't it? That people are like, well, I don't think this place was built the way it was supposed to be. Well. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, hey, shit happens, unfortunately. And the point is, the whole collapse got me in the mindset of historical architectural snafus. Like, I don't want to talk about the Florida building. Okay, okay. The rule of too soon does apply, and also, it's kind of low-hanging fruit, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, it's there's... very low-hanging right now. But particularly. Oh, I let sorry. you have... I back. Did you hear me pause, <laughs> citizens? Anyway... So what I want to present today, let's let's get away from Florida, evergreen Please. comment. And uh, <laughs> I like that yours was the Borscht Belt. Let's forget about Florida. Please. The, uh, it is now the first of Sean's top building fall down go boom events in recent <laughs> history. Uh, let's see how Florida stacks up to what I can find. Okay, probably don't say, don't say stack up when you're about to talk about this. You know, I actually had this thing ready, at Phil. I had this joke. Where I was going to be like, probably not well. Get it? Because it <laughs> fell down. Not realizing that you are apparently not just back to like you know MMA, but you're back on the vaudeville circuit. So, <laughs> Do it all. <laughs> so thank you, Phil. And no, we have not met before. Um, so this week's entry. And my very first, of course, top building fall down go boom event is from the 28th of January, 
2006. Okay. And we're off to Poland. The sprawling, freezing, now the pronunciations, I'm going to screw it up. I'm sure. I apologize. I will do my best. Uh, it looks like it would say Katowice. I'm guessing it's probably Katowice or, you know, Katowice or something. Uh, but anyway, Katowice. that the Katowice Trade Hall in Silesia. And um, have you ever experienced a Polish winter, Phil? No. Uh, uh, what I know of Polish winters, and, and this is odd that I know a little bit about them. I didn't uh, think I was, you would. Wow, this is great. When I was in fifth grade, uh, someone moved in across the street from me. We became friends. His family was from Poland. I remember distinctly in the winter of 96, he went back to Poland, came back right after the blizzard of 96. Mm. It was like 34 degrees, and he was in shorts Yep. Because he's like, yeah, this is warm. Are you kidding yep. me? Do you know where I've been? It's like, oh, okay. Exactly. So everything, so brutal. Yeah. Everything that I looked up, everything that I researched tells me that I and you and any citizens who aren't already into that or born to that don't want to experience a Polish winter. Um, and the one at this particular time, again, January 2006, was particularly cold. Uh, anyway, anyway. We're set a little earlier in the day. Some 12,000 people on this particular day, this January day, headed inside this, this sprawling convention center that Kato, How did you pronounce it, Phil? Katowice? Katowice Convention Center. That's, that's my guess. Oh, oh, I'm here. Okay. Well, anyway, you've got... Hey, there was the neighbor. You're more qualified than I. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, 12,000, give or take, people go inside this huge convention center area for get this a carrier pigeon exhibition Wait, what carrier pigeons uh both racing and you know utility pigeons delivery and whatnot uh, <laughs> At apparently the time, it was probably the fastest communication they had in poland i don't know into, yeah sure <laughs> since then things in poland have experienced a renaissance but you know apparently it's not just even in poland in parts just of like you know no i guess northwestern europe that's still a thing that's kind of um, cool, actually. Yeah. So it was the 56th pigeon carrier pigeon convention. And, oh, uh, right. Serious shit, man. Serious pigeon shit, in fact. <laughs> Tradition. Now, the, right, right. Now, the event itself was contained within this huge convention center in one hall. Uh, the, the measurements basically said it's the size of a, a soccer field. This one. Okay. Hall. Uh, and inside, as part of this, there were, you know, little info centers, booths, presentations, you know, visual representations of pigeons. It's a convention. Whatever. Yeah, games. More fun than you've ever had while celebrating a bird. More fun than you could shake a pigeon at. So, families and visitors from, quote, Germany, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Russia, Ukraine, Holland, Belgium, Lithuania, and Austria... All enjoyed their day of pigeon admiring until about an hour before closing time, 5 p.m. local time, which I don't know what that is. For You do the math. Um, no. Or don't, right. But anyway, around four, 5 p.m. Katowice time, as I said, it was an unusually cold and snowy Polish winter that year. Uh, I may not have mentioned the snow, in fact, but that is also oh, true. Unusually cold, no. unusually snowy. Temperatures averaged one to a few degrees below zero, uh, you know, Fahrenheit at that Thank point. Uh, and apparently someone forgot the critical need to continually remove snow from flat roofs. 
that as soon as you said extra snowy, yeah. I had a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, they didn't, the people in charge. Mm. And this proved problematic. See. How? Well, Phil, <laughs> snow on a roof is a problem. Snow on a roof of a heated structure filled with people creates slightly different and even worse problems. Um, the heating system and the body heat from thousands and thousands of people led to about a foot and a half of frozen snow and ice. Sounds right. To accumulate on this roof, weigh it down. And remember, it's now resisting winds. It's resisting drift. Just piling and freezing and piling and freezing over and over and over uh, until <laughs> at just about 5 p.m. when, quote, music was playing and a friendly atmosphere prevailed among the participants, many of whom knew one another for years. Then, blam, in seconds, with no warning, no cracking, crackling noises, no flickering bulbs, no dramatic music, the roof wood and concrete the roof caved in tumbled down snow ice wood plaster concrete in a frantic deadly fury it just collapsed on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people still inside toward the end of the exhibit now aside from the instant death that claimed many survivors now scrambled in sub-zero temperatures blinded Injured, many were literally, they, they ha even survivors had what they described as crushed bones. And note, no warm weather gear on hand. Obviously, they would have removed layers upon entering this place in society. And these people were frantically trying to find exits. Now, none of the few staff, Phil, this is going to hearken us back to several other stories where this is a mysterious problem. Of the staff that were still alive and scrambling, um... None of them had keys to the emergency exits, which were uniformly locked tight. Wait a minute. Oh, mm, there's a problem there. You think so? Me too. Why do you lock the emergency exits? I do nope. not know. They were and regular and emergency both locked, which means so you just have exits. They don't work. What is this, like a pigeon convention battle royale, which is know. like last pigeon lover leaves? It's, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Uh, people took to using fire extinguishers and like anything heavy they could find to try to smash through the emergency exits. Use the frozen corpse of the person next to you. It, you know, exactly, Phil. You should record safety instructions henceforth or at least safety instruction addendums you know i would love to give the safety briefing on every flight <laughs> put this vhs in in case of frozen emergency uh well anyway as you might imagine um not everyone was gonna make it uh a second section of roof collapsed as rescuers were just getting to work meaning that other teams oh. Some that were scrambled from other countries when they found out what was happening, you know, nearby slash to their own people in some cases. Those teams, those reinforcements were turned away for fear that you'd, they'd be trapped, crushed, disrupt the area, and they'd get, get worse. A few hours passed, which, uh, during which more than 170 of the about 700 that were inside when it collapsed, 170-ish were rescued and, and sent off, you know, to various hospitals in the area. Now, below, and I will yield to any contradiction from the physicist here, but this is what I was reading. Go ahead. Down below, in the rubble, in the wreckage, you know, the, which plunged it down into foundation territory, 
Um, mm-hmm. The largely metal f- framework of the building could also act as a kind of flash freezer, um, and soon that helped rescue turn into recovery. Um, mm, yeah, I mean, I, I can see how that would work. 65 were dead by the end, right? So uh, the, of those several hundred, you know, the 170 that uh-huh. got pulled out, um, the rest either made it or were among the 65 who died inside. Uh, and the, the worst part, at no point during the rescue effort could teams, and maybe you thought of this, Phil, and or citizens, at no point were they able or permitted to warm, to a- allow heat lamps or any kind of heating to go down into the lower reaches while they searched for survivors, you know, where everyone was, um, because it was quickly found that when it collapsed, parts of the building down there were only above the snow line because, quote, parts of the building were supported by nothing more than piles of snow. Okay, I have several questions now. So send down heat, melt the snow, building finishes collapsing into the underworld. Uh, so a cold, bitter end for those people. And, and yet another instance where a dumb thing, flat roof, neglected amid horrid winter conditions, meets a small thing, locked emergency doors and few if any keys around... Equal disaster. Now, of course, uh, a few inspectors empowered to sort of shine a light on all of this could have prevented the horror, right? If you had some people really making some noise and sending it up the flagpole. But uh, thankfully, we in the in 2021 uh, in America, we've learned from that, <laughs> haven't we, Florida? Your thoughts, Phil? Several things. So. Actually, it wasn't just the fact that there were mounds of snow holding up pieces of wreckage that would have melted and therefore crushed people. But I was also thinking you couldn't heat the snow to thaw people out because you might drown them. Oh, my God. There you go. There's another one. I I was going to ask, did anybody actually drown during the rescue effort? But you pointed out, no, they didn't thaw anything to get people. Yeah. Uh, First first thing is immediately as soon as this you mentioned – the snow and the ice coming down, I was reminded of what we talked about. I think it was in March, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, once you're plunged into those Arctic, whatever, sub-zero temperatures, you're right. in a and whole how, new game. Yeah, and you mentioned it was like a foot and a half of frozen, right? And it doesn't take, as we found out uh, after they modeled that tragedy, it doesn't take a whole lot of or a whole large thickness of ice and snow to crush someone if it's sliding on you yeah. let alone falling on you from above you know yep. picking up speed on the way down i thought maybe the crushed bones tipped you off because i was thinking the same kind of thing right mm-hmm. um it d- doesn't doesn't need to be from a roof to crush you it yeah. doesn't take a lot and when uh, it is other, it'll get you the other thing is this i, I just want a little bit of clarification because the, the way the numbers were reported threw me off a little bit how many people attended the thing total people all day yeah. How many, oh, okay. How many people were were inside at the time of the collapse? Okay. Let me take from the just to, G- give, just me the to give you the stats. Yeah. So it had dropped from about twelve thousand throughout the, the the peak in the day. Okay. So somewhere around seven hundred inside when the collapse so happened. Winding down seven hundred in there. Right to to what you eventually had were I think at the initial rescue, mm-hmm. one hundred seventy survivors. I think it was like one hundred seventy six, one hundred seventy and so- change. Let's call it 200 to keep the numbers easy. So there's still 500 people unaccounted for now. Right. Who were able to be rescued. What happened with most of those, I believe, were they were the people who were injured, like, 
in process of evacuation. Okay. So ultimately, so, 65 were listed as dead. Okay, because I, I, for some reason when you said it, I didn't I, – I lost track of those 500. I don't know why. Well, because it just basically the way the, – the two sources that I was reading about this essentially were being updated as the event was happening, I think, throughout the day. God, oh, I know what you – I know the type of thing you mean you're reading. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So there are these yeah. – uh, one and one was kind of broken English. Uh, sure. it was, you know, translated, translated. from the Polish. Right. And then the other one is far more nuanced, but it was focused in on the events rather than dead and dying numbers, which to my chagrin, Phil. The uh, other th- – the final thought that I have, and I, I'll, I'll stop talking after this, is it reminds me of something else that you had mentioned when we were talking about one of the science articles I brought about uh, putting reflective paint on on various parts of the earth and having to keep it clean. And it's like, oh, now you need somebody to keep it clean. You know, it's like, well, here's a good problem to have because now someone else is employed. It's another one of those situations. And don't get me wrong, shoveling, shoveling a sidewalk alone is a monumental task in, in a moderate snowstorm. True. Give, given the winter that you described, shoving a, a roof of a convention center is just a Herculean effort. Sure. Sure. Um, and I, I go ahead. You think you would have paid a couple of high schoolers to be like, here, get up on the roof with these shovels and just keep us clean. Like over the course of the day and just like keep running back and forth. We'll keep paying you. Well, um, pay these kids how, how much and would have saved thousands. I'm sure in injury lawsuits. And I think it, it's worth pointing out too, Phil, now that you've raised the idea, um, there were collapses of a similar nature, I think it was in the Czech Republic, like months, I think, before this happened. Smaller, smaller, sure. but noticeable in news making building collapses due to poor setup, you know, bad or uh, what's the word? Bargain construction and a brutal European winter. And right. hey, what do you know? No one has learned so far. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, but it's not – they had additional incentive to either pay some high schoolers or whatever. Anything. Anything Anything is better than what we got. Yep. And also, by the way, didn't see one stat about pigeon survivors. Sorry. This is what happens when you get a bunch of people flock together for a convention with no forethought. Did you do that on purpose? Yes, I did. Oh, you clever boy. (laughs) We're going to pat Phil on the back virtually while we're on break. All right. I really love the Whip Around podcast. Let's see. I already follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but I think they have a website. All right. Let's see here. So it's www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. All right. Here's the site here. I can subscribe to the show. I obviously already do that. I can look at some past episodes. I can find out more about the hosts. Cool. I can follow them, which I already do. Um, what is this? Click here for free whip around swag. Fuck. God damn it. Bullshit. Those are a bunch of assholes. Brosif? Bruh. Bruh. Science. It still matters, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't giving you that laugh till you did it, till you finished. Well, well, 
see if I could throw you off. I couldn't see your face to see if I threw you off with these subtle. It's weird. This is weird. On brand. We need a Braille fill face down here. <laughs> no. I need a, I need a, what do you, that. what do you call that? A topographical. Like a pause relief or yeah, something? Yeah, of, of you. At least yeah. let us get one of those like things where you push your like hand into it, you know, and oh, like know the pins yeah. sort of move and do that. So I need that of your face. Let's see, see if we can get like a low res one made of polygons. I'll look like Andros at the end of the first Star Fox. It'll be great. Fuck what? Never mind. Anyway, citizens, I'm calling it audible. I tried my hardest to an get audible. An audible. I tried my hardest to get a, a a decent sized report for you on one single article, but I could not do it. Therefore, I'm going with the format we tried out last summer. I've got three articles. I'm going to sum up their contents in no more than a minute, and then Sean, you will have a maximum of let's say two or three minutes to to ask me any questions you want about the article. I and, I mean uh, it depends. You you make the call, Phil. If you want to do two uh, and make the maximum maximum three minutes to go back and forth. Okay, all right. So and we one... can move further if if you run out of questions or if it, you know. Well, yeah, it's a maximum yeah, thing. Maximum. If maximum. you tell Hence a story the... in five seconds, you know that you had that right. Well, there it is. That was your choice. Exactly. And we on the whip around are all about freedom of Phil's choice. <laughs> we are pro Phil choice that's and right. pro philactic. Oh, actually, also that's just good advice. That's Where the hell am I right now? I don't know. Uh, I can't see you, so you could. All right, let's any. do this weird echidna penis of science. <laughs> Ring the bell. I'll start. Article one: A screwball solution. Anyone who's ever lived in an apartment may have wondered how it's possible that they can hear their neighbors so clearly through seemingly solid walls. And anyone who's ever put up typical drywall knows the answer is that most drywall is about a half inch thick or less, not really dense and relatively rigid material, meaning that sound waves can bounce off it and vibrate through it. However, musicians know you can't play the drum on a skin that isn't stretched tight. And that's the idea behind a brand new construction implement, the spring-loaded screw. Oh. Instead of a rigid screw, it's a new drywall screw that has screw that has a spring uh, placed between the head and the shaft that's designed to absorb vibrations as they hit the drywall. Preliminary lab tests show that use of this screw can reduce sound transmissions by up to nine decibels, or approximately fifty percent of the sound that you hear. Decimal. Uh, Sean, is that's that, it. Wow, that was fifty like fifty seconds. All, All right, right, now well, I will time the back and forth. Yep. So I understand what, what this. How was that only invented now? I you know I'm sorry it's I couldn't have done it but that seems gosh uh, what are we dumb I mean it seems like a great idea right anything to absorb sound and then also the the idea being well if we build this into the construction we don't lose square footage in the apartment by putting up like soundproof panels or anything like that Uh, I mean the yes it seems like an obvious thing but I would say this as someone who's put up drywall before and, and knows that yes these springs will absorb some shock there is a practical concern for me which comes with you know sealing the edges and the panels in between drywall because when you tape that down and you spackle it that's a rigid joint right there so the vibration back and forth it's going to cause some problems you're going to get some cracking at those joints and and i think that right now that's the big problem i think that's why nobody really even thought to try it yet well here's another thought here's the other thing that occurred to me now this this is for any kind of drywall that it is applied to this is not part of a you have to get this particular drywall. It's This is a drywall screw. Yes. And the use of them, blah, 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 blah. Yeah? Presumably, this is, should be for any drywall. It's got the drywall-style head on it, so okay. the way it catches the drywall. It should, you know, 
Phil, uh, you're eating into my time now. That's not my real. It's not my real question. Would you let me talk to you? (laughs) Yes. I have nothing to say. No, I'm kidding. So basic, but we agree that this. All right. So innovations like this tend to cost more, not less, than the standard, right? Generally speaking, yeah, it would cost more for this screw than a standard drywall screw. And I feel like the people who have the most problem with drywall and sound wave issues, just my opinion, just my educated guess, are people who live in group housing, who people who live in apartments, condos, shared wall townhouses, duplexes, all that. Right. Uh, I I feel like that's not going to benefit them except at the very highest echelons of society as people who build apartments aren't always thinking like, what is the very cutting edge, utmost best thing I could do for my tenants? Yeah. Um, so as, as nice as this is, I agree that normally you're going to find drywall like that in apartment buildings. And also that's not up to the tenant. It's up to the contractor to right. build that extra cost in. And I just uh, wish we lived in that kind of world. But guess what? We don't. We don't. And if I were living in an apartment and said it in my apartment, plenty of people will be able to hear me say it today. Maybe in 100 years from now when those screws are normal, they'll be able to hear me say it then. Uh, but for now, I mean, what a neat idea for very rich, eccentric people who like to build things. I mean, you know, if we ever really build out the studio. Oh, for sure. But guess what? Sorry, apartment dwellers. You still have to hear your opponents fucking, uh, your opponents, your neighbors. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. That was, hold on. That was time, but we, I need a bonus thought because this is a tan. (laughs) Phil. Phil has just provided us a huge insight into how he views sexual interactions between humans. Yeah. Well, you got to hear your <laughs> opponent. Either but, that was it sexual partner. Who's neighbors? So wait, so it's not your sexual partner who's the opponent. It's anyone like you living. Have to hear your neighbors. It's not no, your right? But you said opponents. So all right. So you're fine with your sexual partner. What you're not fine with is anyone that you live near at all. Generally speaking, shared wall means adversaries. Yes, can mean adversary. Go on. I didn't like my neighbors in, in grad school. Yeah, that's a terrific excuse for showing <laughs> us how you think about your neighbors. Heard the opponents fucking today. <laughs> They're going to make more adversaries. More, more people to fight. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Ring that bell. Article 2, Higher Expectations. We've all heard the news that sprinter Shachari Richardson was banned from the Olympics this month after testing positive for weed. Considering the growing number of states where not only medical but recreational marijuana is now legal, some of us may be left wondering why. Because according to the World Anti-Doping Agency, or WADA, and the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, USADA, weed is a performance-enhancing drug. Okay, hold on. As recent as 2020, two independent papers looked into existing research on weed as a superpowerant and found that there is... No evidence other than anecdotal to support that claim. WADA authors often cite a 2011 paper published in the journal Sports Medicine to back its bullshit, but that paper is full of anecdotal evidence, not scientific evidence, and cites an earlier paper whose author has been quoted as saying, quote, I didn't write that. Uh, It turns out that WADA (laughs) just extrapolated and drew conclusions on its own. Oh, and WADA also completely misrepresents a 1996 paper trying to back its own bullshit that pretty much explicitly had no scientific evidence that would help an athlete's performance. Finally, the one argument made that seems to hold water is that it relaxes people, which may help with pregame anxiety. No shit, but it also slows down your reaction time. All right. 
took a little bonus six seconds, but uh, given we get to talk about my opponent, so go given on. That, no, well, no, I, <laughs> given the subject matter. <laughs> okay, so Phil, I have a couple questions off the top. Go ahead. Number one, was that a Nancy Kerrigan reference? No. Really? Because you're talking Not about special. like like Olympic stuff, and then you said it'll be have people who left wondering why. Oh, come on, keep up. It's the 90s. Sorry, man. Well, all right, anyway, and then I believe, and then the next question I swear will have something to do with what you actually said. Uh, so did you say Super Empower? Yeah, I, I was running fast. That is okay. incredible. Yeah, I bet you were. Well, okay, so that I just wanted to clear those things up. Uh, okay. So I, I still, I guess I'm a little bit confused about, okay, so an author has said, I didn't write that. Yes. About so, what has turned out to be... I don't know if it's seminal, but definitely a widely pointed to study. Yes. Basically, WADA was citing this study saying, look, this author said that weed's a a, a performance-enhancing drug. And the author of that paper is like, I didn't write that. So he did write some kind of research paper that had something to do with effects of – cannabis yes, in some way but, on some but, people but wada is is completely extrapolating and filling in blanks that aren't there why would they, okay so my next question what yeah. is the motivation then behind actually doing this uh, un, unless it is is it literally just fuck the poor and 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 the impoverished right it's it's you look at also the the olympics have made the excuse that oh athletes should be drug free because they're role models for younger people nonsense right so that, that's one of the – they're like, oh, no, so we have to test for everything, and if, if it's illegal, it's, we can't let them do it. And, and that's like that kind of rationale. Nonsense. Uh, I agree. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that rationale at all. Uh, never think, never you know, meet your heroes because there's no such thing. Well, I, you know, it's, it's such – it's the exact opposite of what you want to do, right? And we've talked about this before. When you stigmatize something, when you make a taboo, people want to do it more. That's You're just open about these athletes saying, look, they use it to relax because they have high-stress jobs. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know, like, let's be honest about it. So then – but there doesn't seem to be any change. Uh, I guess it would be too soon for anyone no. to be asking for any large-scale, top-down changes in this policy. So this is sort of – uh, the first toe in the in the in the water, whatever the it, metaphor is, like it, it, after after the latest thing with 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 Richardson being banned from the Olympics, and, right. and let's be clear, she's the, the biggest loser in all of this. And Michael Phelps stripped of all his medals. Oh wait, <laughs> right. Uh, so again, I mean, you know, just heartbreaking when you train for an Olympics. It's like, nope, guess what? Not happening. It's yeah. like, fuck you. So that sucks. No, but more and more articles have been published doing meta-analysis of research on the topic to researching find, research for those of you researching who are, the yeah. research that's been done to see how it supports it or doesn't. Yeah, I think. By the way, I think unspoken rule. Hopefully, everyone can agree with us. If Phil's in the middle of answering one of my dumb questions, he should be yeah, allowed to finish his sentence. I'm, um, I'm going to take a bonus on this one because I want to paraphrase one of my favorite comedians of all time, Robin Williams. Uh, marijuana is not a performance enhancing drug unless there's a big fucking Hershey bar at the end of the track. There you go. You know, audioing, audio pouring one out for our homie. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so I think we're on to the the uh, the third. Yep. Of these echidna penis tips. Yes. I keep forgetting it's my job to cue you in here. (laughs) You have to ding it. Yeah, I ding it. All right, good. For you. Maybe your shit doesn't stink. 
That's Article 3. Uh, needless to say, the big dumb thing interrupted life everywhere, but those places that, and people that rely on tourism dollars were hit super hard. In Nakuru, Kenya, where a group of Maasai women had for decades sold beadwork, trinkets, and other things to tourists, their income vanished overnight. However, they turned to making something useful and not designed only for tourists. They started making soap out of elephant dung. Oh, God for damn it. Through centuries, dried elephant poop has been used to treat headaches, skin diseases, and apparently even toothaches. To quote uh, oh. Moses Sankal, a Maasai leader, quote, just put some uh, small dry elephant dung in a metal container and light a fire in it. Mosquitoes disappear. <laughs> I couldn't imagine why. So do Sounds I. Sounds great, but according to Bernard Renault, uh, a technical actor for, expert for the group, quote, an elephant feeds on various types of vegetation, including those our great-grandfathers have used as medicine, similar to elephant dung gin. The idea is to let the big creatures do the hard work, collect the botanicals for you, which they don't fully digest, dry nope. the poop, powder it, make nope. soap out of it. Ta-da. Nope. However, nope. As gross as this seems, the endeavor has helped make ends meet for these these ladies in these villages, and they hope to extend their business beyond the larger cities and beyond the tourism industry. And finally, the project is replicated at the male- uh, I'm not going to pronounce that right. <laughs> Elephant Sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> so we get some bonus shit synergy there, helping conservation efforts, efforts and helping local people. I'm going to try this once. Walanganje. <laughs> the the Mwalanganje Elephant Sanctuary. Oh, That's I thought it was like your little sign-off. No! <laughs> I'm going to try this one. Mwalangawe, my friends. I thought the bell... I thought you were ready. <laughs> no, I thought you were a man of the world all of a sudden. <laughs> Poland I'm here. <laughs> Kenyan sign-offs there. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, hey, uh, like, all right. Can I... May I May I ding the beginning of the, of the Q&A here? Uh, first of all, I, this is not a question. I hope that's all right. Fuck you. Because not only did you bring it up, you were like, just need to bring it up in the clearest way possible. People uh, drink things made from elephant shit sometimes. In case you had forgotten. <laughs> wanted to make yeah, sure. Sure. In case I had forgotten. Were you thinking about that when I started? Obviously, Phil. I wasn't sure. No, you, you just wanted to rub my nose in it, as it were. <laughs> uh, okay, so just first thought there. Secondly, now I, I, I another thought. I'm sure you. I'm, I would guess everyone listening would agree. I, I intend no uh, impoverishment or bereft uh, income for anyone uh, who's honestly trying to make a buck or whatever the currency is there that I'm sure Phil knows, um, Kenya nope. or elsewhere. The what? <laughs> the what? I don't know it. Oh, I thought you said something. Damn it! If you the had nope. only known. So anyhow, anyhow, I, I just I can't help but feel like people are getting punked again. Uh, that that what the fuck are you thinking? Um, oh, although tradition on this. What's that? There is some tradition to back that up. Apparently, according to the uh, the Maasai elder. Yeah, they're not selling it. It's not their fault to sell it. It's not their fault for selling it. It's their. It's your fault if you buy it. They're making soap. They're helping people who need soap. Out of shit. Hey. Hey. Not botanicals. No. Wrong. Yes. No. It's Apparently just. Apparently, it's a Kenyan shilling. I just looked that up for you. A Kenyan shilling? It's a shilling. Well, I would not pay a single Ethiopian farthing for anything made of dookie. Is it really a farthing in Ethiopia? Yeah, let's go with that, Phil. Uh, I don't know, but there's not a whole lot of other questions I have about it, except except like you know the the annoying ones, which would be like, I wonder how much in um, in American dollars. Five bucks. Five bucks for elephant shit soap. Yep. Now I I also wonder how much for you know if you just wanted like, hey, I need some elephant dung. You That's know, free. A small shoebox. 
That's free, and apparently they've employed local like kids to go out and search. Oh no, the I mean you. Pick it up. I mean like oh, you. Me? Like let's say you decided I'm gonna send away for some for, elephant shit. I I don't know. <laughs> is the soap cheaper or is the unadulterated shit cheaper? This is the whole thing, right? Now you can you like think about like Dove and other beauty bars and stuff, right? Like you you know you upsell that, you make it fancy. Dove Brown. <laughs> Try <laughs> new. Dial with corn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm Dial sick. Damn you. Botanical. This available on <laughs> the whiparoundpodcast.com. What perfect timing. That was perfect. You hit the you, dot. You com. lied, you motherfucker. It's the Ethiopian beer. Yeah, I lied. You think I know Ethiopian currency? I don't know. I I never lived across the street from you. I don't know anything about foreign countries. Sean, you are one of the most knowledgeable fellows I've ever met in my life. I've known you to pull random trivia out of your ass. So I don't know. Okay, fine. I admit it. I I wanted them to use my system in in, in Ethiopia and they refused. Okay? So I don't like currency manipulator. You (laughs) son of a bitch. That's right. The fourth head of this echidna penis of science fun. You lied. It's time for the week's game. And why not try another round of fill me in? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> fill me in? Good. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad you're glad because I've got five more headlines from this week's news, all of them true, each with a missing word. I'm going to give you three choices, Mm -hmm. and you have to tell me which one of those words or phrase Mm -hmm. completes the very real weird Mm -hmm. news headline. Can you explain it in a way that anyone else would? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's fill in the blanks. It's fill in the blanks, but But, it sounds better. (laughs) But Phil made it complicated. It was too obvious a title. Shut up. Put his own name on it. it, My own name is on it. (laughs) Fill me in. All right. No, it is not. You said that as a statement, sir. You're right. It's fill me in. No, oh, Jesus, it's getting worse. <laughs> Are you ready? Of course I am. Here we go. First headline. Vacant lot in Ontario could be a steal at $99,000 if only it wasn't blank. Oh. Is it A, made on quicksand, B, underwater, or C, full of endangered wasps' nests? Oh, my gosh. Where was this? Ontario. Oh, man. Can you give the give the one more one more time? On quicksand, underwater, or full of endangered wasps' nests. Ninety nine thousand dollar parcel of land. You know I want to pick C. Oh, but oh, I hate it when you do multiple choice. Your students, those poor students. I'll take your bait, sir. Is it the? Is it the? Uh, is it the wasp nests? No. Fucking underwater. It's It's underwater, isn't it? It is underwater. Shit. The second time today you doubted yourself and you paid for it. All right. All right. means you're figuring me out, so don't complain. Well, now you know. Now you can scramble and run away and hide again. How am I going to do that? I I don't write these like right now. I wrote them already. I'm looking at the the screen. I mean next time. I'm thinking long game streakiness. Oh, well. I'm playing the long game, Phil. That's the first time. certainly feels like it. That's not what she said. Boom. <laughs> Headline number two. Chef dies after falling into blank at a rocky wedding hall. Is it A, a vat of soup? Is it B, an industrial-sized cake mixer? 
or is it C, an open barbecue pit? A Rocky? And a, and a Rocky wedding. Oh, and Iraqi. I'm thinking it's like Rocky themed. Like, like no. I, I Obviously, no. it was Drago. In, no, <laughs> not. He fell into Drago's merciless I-R-A-Q-I, fists. I-R-A-Q-I. Okay. Iraqi. Hmm. Fell. In, what are my choices? One more time. Vat of soup, an industrial sized cake mixer, or an open barbecue pit. It's got to be open barbecue pit, Phil. It was a vat of soup. Damn it. I know which of course, by the way, and there was not enough detail in the article. Uh, I, I do not know how big the soup was, if he couldn't swim, if it was a boiling alive <laughs> situation. Because let's be honest, if you can't swim, what? how big was the vat of soup? I don't know. Well, <laughs> were there there were no convenient carrots or dumplings? I need more information. Couldn't he maybe have stood on a giant carrot slice? Very, very dense dumpling soup. He had nothing to float on. Did he not notice he was turning red like in Looney Tunes? He couldn't use like a noodle as a snorkel. (laughs) Couldn't climb up Elmer Fudd's face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hopefully older people are listening to the podcast. Uh, Well, fuck him, man. (laughs) Well, he's dead. You gotta want to get out. (laughs) Maybe Maybe it's how he wanted to go. Over the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Blank is no cure for big dumb things, says health department. Oh. Is it A, drinking your own pee, <laughs> B, holding your breath for a very long time, or C, sex? Okay. Now, see, I could see any one of these. This is true. Because it's, you know, all you have to do is picture a spokesperson pinching the bridge of their nose and then shaking their head. I don't, I don't know if this will help, but it wasn't in the headline. But the article did say this was uh, out of the South African Health Department this week. Oh, yeah. Just to make sure that it maybe Sean can seem kind of vaguely racist if he picks one that seems especially <laughs> condescending, you son of a dick. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. We'll just pretend you're racist against the Boers. Nobody really likes them anyway. Stop that. My father was boorish. Um, so, okay. All right. It was it was uh, sex, holding your breath, or what? And drinking your, and drinking your own pee. And, well, don't do all three. That's for <laughs> frat guys only. Um, oh, God. Because I could see the twisted, stupid logic. If you hold your breath long enough, you know, it, it, you know the, the, the virus can't survive or something stupid. Um, Drinking your own pee. It just seems like some people always are just looking for an excuse. Or having sex because people are, again, look. You know, all of these people are looking for an excuse for them. And they're all on your <laughs> mind, by the way. You they're thought all of my opponents. You thought of two of these happening to your opponent. Okay. It's true. Something about your own. I'm going to go ahead and throw out drinking your own pee. I don't know why. I don't know. It just feels like unnecessary filler. So that's out. Holding your breath for every... I'm going to say sex, Phil. He's on the board. Boom! Look at that reasoning, that rationality. Apparently, somebody, like, stole their... Like, the Department of Health, like, in South Africa, like, stole or spoofed their, like... Ah. Uh, their, their what do you call it? Um, their penis. Their, their stationery. Right. And made a official press release that was just full of fucking typos. And uh, apparently the uh, the health department had to come out and say, hey, guess what? This wasn't us. <laughs> also, our dear leader does not have a giant ink mustache <laughs> or devil horns. And that word should say 
potato, not pot. We are not growing exclusively pot now. I realize this next headline was written poorly because it's missing a word, but I'm going to read it as it's written minus the blank anyway. I I see what you're doing, Phil. You're like, I didn't write it in the shitty way. It's like, wait a minute. I didn't make this up. Yeah. Woman on blank arrested after joining Fourth of July parade without permission and evading police. What was she? Was she on a Power Wheels, a tiny horse, or a tractor? Wow! Can I hear the whole thing again, please? That it is incredible. Should be woman riding on. Blank yeah, I, I know. That's why I was like, I bet he's not about to say yeah. meth. These are about to be no, objects. Because that's why I realized it was like <laughs> right. even on anything. Woman on blank arrested after joining Fourth of July parade without permission and evading police. Power wheels, tiny horse, or a tractor. They're all so good in the mental picture department. What if it was a tiny horse? I'm not saying that's my answer, but what if it was? <laughs> and how are you evading police on any of yeah, these? Look at her go on a tiny horse. They're just not trying very hard as all it is. You'd think she'd strap two of them, one to each foot. But um, <laughs> Tractor sounds the most plausible. I'm already doing terribly, so I'll just finish this out with some plausibility and say tractor, Phil. You got All right. it. I wanted it to be Tiny Horse, which is my Tiny Horse. Is there a better <laughs> mental image than just saying anything? And like, and you know who else was there? A Tiny Horse. Like, <laughs> June was at the parade. She was drunk out of her mind, was on the Tiny Horse, just clopping away from police. Couldn't catch her. It was I mean, hysterical. Yeah, like, think about this terrible news. And then watch what I can do with it. Hey, your son was run over today. <laughs> by a tiny horse and suddenly it's not as bad you're like oh yeah aw, yeah, aw, yeah. Aw. we our home was broken into last night by a tiny horse <laughs> my oh. wife left me <laughs> on a tiny horse <laughs> it's like well it was fun to watch at least come on the good news is you've got two out of the five which hey means you get this last one I can squeak into a beige circle of meh. <laughs> you don't want a beige circle of meh? Huh, here you we go. You want the beige circle of meh. Meet your opponents in a beige circle <laughs> of meh. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Here we and go. And a tiny horse. <laughs> That's what I'll fight you over. <laughs> <laughs> For a tiny horse. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny horse really makes the whole thing worth it. It's I'm amazing. telling you. Oh, man. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Blank announces new dress code after customer complaints. Is it turkey leg hut, daiquiri hut, or donut hut? Oh, boy. One more. One more. Blank announces new dress code after customer complaints. Was it A, turkey leg hut, B, daiquiri hut, or C, donut hut? Okay, so the last two conjure very different vices in like particular of yeah. what may have spawned the complaint. Yeah. None of them are good. Nope. Nope. I'm most likely to go to the daiquiri hut because what's in there? <laughs> um, and I also think that that's the one that would inspire the weirdest dress. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to – I'll guess the daiquiri hut. No. Oh. I'm sorry. It was Turkey Leg Hut. Apparently, I... and by the way, the owners of Turkey Turkey Leg Hut also own Daiquiri Hut. Wait, <laughs> so there are Daiquiri Huts? Apparently that's a thing that's like a couple blocks down. 
Uh, Donut Hut I made up, but apparently Turkey Leg Hut, people were just showing up in just less than pajamas at some point, and they're like, okay, hold on, we actually need a dress code for a place named Turkey Leg Hut. Um, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm still hung up on Daiquiri Hut being the real. I, I Of all places, you need to visit this place, I would imagine. Yeah. I'll, I'll have the beige the circle of meh on the rocks, please. <laughs> Garnished with a tiny horse. <laughs> I'm going to write that down because I'm going to make that drink one day. Hang you on. know, please, please do. <laughs> all right, so I lose, and that's okay. That's all right. You, you know, know why? You know why? Why, Phil? Because there was a tiny horse. There was a tiny horse. Honestly, because I lost this game, but this segment brought me a tiny horse. <laughs> a tiny horse. It brought all of us a tiny horse. And you get a tiny horse, and you get a tiny horse, and we'll be right back from uh, from this break where we'll hear a word. Take it, Phil. From our sponsor, the tiny horse. Booyah. That's his name. Booyah the tiny horse. That's amazing. Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays? morning bitch and complain lines or afternoon sound offs give potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the phillies flyers eagles and 76ers i don't have a button so this will be fun and it has been fun and it's going to keep being fun we're back i think i think we are now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah as this i was keeps being fun as i was telling phil what 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 can i say i'm underslept under the weather and time for three for the road that time of the show we uh talk about things that uh we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show or that don't fit on a tiny horse <laughs> Which uh, is a shame. <laughs> what we're gonna do is volley back and forth three times a piece talking about real weird news stories that are running a hole in our brain once each 30 second turn is up you'll hear this which is Bell, played ever so distantly by Phil, signaling that it is 30 seconds is up and it's time to shut up, move on to the next person. Again, we'll do that three times a piece. Once we do that, that'll be the show. Uh, apart, of course, from uh, some plugs, some chit-chat, and a tiny horse. Uh, Phil just did a lot of the talky talks while I did the faily fails, so I imagine he might have some questions for me. What color are you picturing Booyah the tiny horse to be? Beige. Is it wearing a hat like I'm picturing? A circular one. Oh, I love it. Are you go. And imagine if they were eating steak news. The late June edition of the Journal of Emergency Medicine just published details on a case of a Taiwanese woman who went to the hospital after a hell of a dust-up with her sister, left her with, quote, two minor lacerations to the nose and under her left eye. Two weeks after some topical treatment, she was back in the hospital with swelling and pain in her face. The docs missed the part wherein two broken fragments of plastic chopsticks, both around two inches long, were embedded in her face. They were evidently removed that time without incident. And I just want to know, what is medical school like in Taiwan? Oh, right, your face. We forgot to check behind your face. Without incident? Really? Mm-hmm. That's an incident. <laughs> in across the pond swing news, uh, I reported last year that the sex festival weekend in Lincolnshire was canceled due to the big dumb thing. Well, this past weekend, oh. over 400 fully vaccinated frisky fun people got the freak on. Tickets cost around 200 Great British pounds apiece and included things like face painting, fetish demonstrations, naked performance, cigar <laughs> bars, and yes, a naked bouncy castle. Face which painting? Made, made, May jog everybody's memory. No tiny horses, as far as I know. A spokesperson for the North uh, Kestveen District Council noted that they applied for all the right permits for a bar, regulated entertainment within the current restrictions for, quote, a private camping uh, for private camping club. All ticket holders required to get 
show proven negative test. 48 hours arrival and no outbreaks have occurred. Jolly good show. In the gene pool says thanks news. 37-year-old Wilkes Bar resident and fireworks auteur Antonio Gianelli was airlifted to the hospital on the 4th after trying and succeeding to launch an aerial rocket firework from his crotch. Pocono police arrived to the scene after a 911 call at about 10.30 p.m. Noted that fireworks were still being set off at what they called a large gathering. So remember, uh, the party around this this guy, the people around this person, kept partying. Ahem. Uh, cops headed inside to find Gianelli heavily bleeding and burned in the crotchal area, called in a chopper, and now Captain Crotch Rocket faces a citation for setting off fireworks in a restricted area. What a kick in the nuts, eh, Tony? Too soon? Crotchal area is a scientific term. Mm-hmm. In science... The rescue news. As previously mentioned, vaccines are letting people enjoy the hot vac summer that they were all hoping for. Mm. But what about the fall and winter? Apart from the big dumb thing, the seasonal flu may also be on the run thanks to Moderna. And what would have other been otherwise been really big headline news? Our yearly flu shots may be getting a serious potency upgrade thanks to the very same mRNA vaccine technology that was furthered along by getting the big dumb thing shot. Seasonal flu, although it has many strains, is also a coronavirus type and therefore may be more susceptible to this type of vaccine than previously available flu shots. Tests are in progress right now. And hey, if you like returning to normal, thank a scientist, you bunch of ungrateful pricks and it would still give you a bus though news two albanian nationals have just been cleared of drug possession and trafficking charges incurred recently as the pair were driving in thessaloniki greece uh, during the stop people noticed a white powder in the men's cargo and evidently were in one hell of a hurry to inconvenience some albanians as dudes were taken in on cocaine charges right away quote police detained the two men for uh, the, the men for two days while authorities confiscated their cell phones the vehicle and 2900 euros three thousand four hundred fifty dollars as alleged profits from drug trafficking but in a mix-up i i didn't do well enough in woodshop to understand the powder turned out to be wood glue powder which is evidently a thing anyway the pair were unceremoniously released and i think the point here is winning grease use tape <laughs> and finally in a petition i can get behind news anyone who's ever hosted a barbecue is painfully aware of the glaring gap in logic that happens in the food industry that hot dogs come in packs of 10 uh. while hot dog buns come in packs of eight meaning unless you're serving at least 40 there's your math there's going to be a dogless <laughs> bun or a bunless dog however the people at heinz are aiming to change all that big catch up to the rescue the canadian branch of the company released a video urging big bun and big wiener phrasing guys uh. come on to get together and fix this shit as of my writing the heinz dog packed uh, on change.org has almost 25 thousand signatures it needs citizens changes within our reach follow the link in the show notes and let's stop food waste and stupid product packaging phil yeah phil yeah i want to let you know something yes you've changed my life a little bit tonight (laughs) okay from now on from now on in my life yeah they're not called hot dog buns anymore (laughs) they're dogless buns They are until you make them a right? hot dog bun. Right? They are dogless buns, folks. Anytime. This is an existential question. Right? Question Anytime. Of state of being. Well, I mean, sure, because you could also say they're waterfallless buns, right? Unless you put a waterfall on them. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but given the, the likelihood, <laughs> given their likely fate, second place, I assume, is fed to a duck. Uh, <laughs> Probably, right? So they're duckless buns to some, I guess. To the naturalists, to me, they are now and forever will be dogless buns. And I just, I need you to know that. And I need the citizens <laughs> to know that too. I'm making a commitment you're, to you, Phil. You're welcome. Thank, yes. I'm, I'm just here to help. Right. And you have. Do we have anything to plug? Let's plug. A dogless bun. Oh. <laughs> a, t- a tiny horse. <laughs> 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 I love 
with how happy we both get over this stupid thing. I think the sound I just made would literally be the sound I would make <laughs> if I were able to ride on a tiny horse. I love it. <laughs> Unfortunately, my wife does not know yet, but she will be making official chainmail tiny horses for everybody who asks. That's right. All in honor of Booyah. Caroline, I have news for you. When you listen to this episode, you're going to be making tiny horses out of chainmail. But if you want other things out of chainmail, not tiny horses, she is making, by the way, cephalopods out of chainmail now. Oh, my. Oh, my. This is this is new. Uh, ladybugs out of chainmail, owls out of chainmail, jewelry. She makes costumes. She'll do alterations. But get your shit in now because people, we don't have time to wait. She's going back to her Broadway-level talent normal job soon. So get those orders in now if you have ideas. It's Hollywood-level talent too, y'all. Magician's assistant, Facebook page, and Etsy shop. Find her on Instagram and TikTok oh, at uh, the Redheaded Taylor. Approaching EGOT-level talent. So close to EGOT. You know what I'm so saying? Close. You know what I'm saying? Should we plug something else? Yeah. Let's progressively plug a ball with a bat and knock it into the goal because it's Potadelphia time oh, on Derby tonight on Wednesdays after the whip round. Uh, it's Philadelphia sports podcast hosted by really? th- three folks who know what they're talking about. I know that because Phil tells me that. They talk about the Phillies. Eagles. They talk about the Eagles. They I talk about that. the 76ers. They talk oh, about, I said that. They talk about all the stuff that Phil says. And, and in a Philly way, too. So You're going to love. Yeah. Cheesesteaks and what the dillies on Potadelphia hosted so very, very well by Sarah and Dave and... That creeped me out. Every Wednesday, every Wednesday, early in the morning, the show first drops. So check us out, the whip around, and then get your sports on if that is your bag, which I learned today is a sports thing because early on in the MMA process, exclusively bag punching. Maybe if I listened yes. to Potadelphia, I'd know that. You should. That's for the bags out there. <laughs> Phil, is there anything else? I think that's it. That's it. Just, you know, the usual reminder, folks, we get into people's ears by you sharing us more than anything else. So please let your friends know. Let your enemies know. If you find somebody who's like, hey, you have the same sense of humor that I do, you would love this show. Even if you don't like podcasts, listen to it. Strap them to a chair. Force them to listen to the show. And then when they like it, basically we want to be – the podcast equivalent of Stockholm Syndrome. That's what we're aiming yeah, yeah. for. We say it a lot. Point that out. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. say that a lot. Yep. So share the posts, save them, uh, send them to everybody, comment on it. Uh, the Whip Around Podcast at Gmail dot com. No, the Whip Around at Gmail dot com. The Whip Around. Wait, shit. Damn it. I, I got Come you. On, take over. I got you. It's the Whip Around at Gmail dot com. If you'd like to reach out to us or check us out, which I think is what Phil was getting at, at the Whip Around dot com. To stream directly from the website. In fact, can I throw something out there? Do you have someone who's like, I don't know, older than 50, older than 60, who you think would really dig the whip around? Maybe just give them the website. Don't don't try to explain apps if that's not their bag. Give them thewhiparoundpodcast.com. Tell them they can stream it right from there while they, you know, bake something or, you know, grow tomatoes out back. Hey, 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 hey. Or watch Fox News or something. No, I'm saying. growing tomatoes. All right, apparently Phil's got an issue with that one. But whatever your grandma likes to do that Phil may or may not approve of, have them do it while they're on the website. 
That's all I have to say. I think we're good. So um, think about that. So from myself, from me from a, too, and from Booyah the Tiny Horse. We love we you. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>